preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And welcome back. We have all your recall information this uh, this weekend. As it gets crazier and crazier. Unbelievable. Additional ingredients now on recall, other than the wheat gluten. Details on the way. Also, uh, medicines for your pet's behavior. I know, Judy, you've been co- uh, contemplating some kind of medicine for your uh, cat. Yeah. You know, normally I don't believe in uh, medications for pets. I like to try the herbal approach. But I have a wild child that uh, I think needs help. And I think medication might be the answer for this little guy. Dr. Jim Humphreys with us to talk about that. And also your phone, your phone calls, one 405 Okay, let's give you the information about the recall that we have here at Animal Radio. Yeah, what's going on now? People still don't know about this. Uh, that's hard to believe. It's More everywhere. Five weeks into the pet food recall, recent intakes at the ASPCA's Berg Memorial Animal Hospital in New York City show that some parents have unwittingly continued to feed their pets the contaminated and recalled foods. Wow. I can't believe people haven't heard. It seems like it's... Uh, uh, well, I guess we're in the industry, so yeah, we see it Yeah, but it's on the news, it's TV, television, radio. Now they've expanded the recall to include products containing rice protein concentrate. Rice? That's a lot of food. <laughs> we're going to give you some tips right here. Be sure to closely follow the news on the recall. And, of course, you can get the latest news at AnimalRadio.com, streaming live 24-7 on our full-time channel. And on your cell phone, too, you can text ANIMAL to 27627. And uh, listen to Animal Radio on the latest alerts. Also, uh, it is important for pet parents to remember that the recall affects cats and dogs all over the country. This is not a regionalized event. Continue to be alert for early signs of uh, kidney failure. It might be excessive thirst, decreased appetite, uh, vomiting. And don't assume that just because a certain product is still available on a store shelf, it is safe. This is the biggest thing so far. We mm. have actually purchased food that's been recalled. Uh-huh, uh, the since stores the are still carrying it. They haven't removed it. Uh, unfortunately, our friends over at Natural Balance this week have called recalled the venison and brown rice dry dog food. This is dog food only. Venison and brown rice, and of course, uh, uh, more information at their website. Otherwise, their food is. Uh, there was also good. natural balance recall on cat food on the dry. Was it the dry or the canned? Well, we'll get venison. that information. Yes. Uh, Humane Society Food Safety Information Line is one eight hundred Humane One H U M A N E One. We got email. Of course, we had Kenneth Bell on a couple of weeks ago. He he thinks there's all conspiracy, conspiracy behind this. behind right. He says. Uh, well, no, he doesn't say this. The uh, listener responds at your voice at animalradio.com, says, I listen to the podcast of the show every week. Really enjoy it. Totally amazed at the phone call you had from Kenneth Bell on the April 7th show. His call was full of false accusations, non sequiturs that seemed to fly all over the place, and nothing to connect them. It was like listening to a person that was on a really bad drug trip. <laughs> He goes on to say, uh, your guest was saying what a great country China is, how clean the facilities where the wheat gluten originated. I wonder why he didn't mention that this great country goes on killing rampages, murdering 50,000 plus dogs in the streets with baseball bats uh, after they were just taken away from their owners. And this just happened like, what, a year ago? Just read I think it's been less than a year. How about the cats that are skinned alive in China for their fur? Uh, he goes on. It's an extensive letter, and I'll post it at the website. Bob Cordon wrote that. And you can write us at your voice at animalradio.com. 
1-866-405-8405. Boy, the phones are ringing out white hot today. Hi, who's this? This is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Where Where are you living? Where are you calling from? I'm in Granada Hills, California. Okay, so you must be listening on either Coast 103.5 or K-Big. Yeah. What can we do for you today? My Yorkie, he's 14, he has a leaky problem. So oh, I leaky live... problem. What kind he of leaky problem? His pee-pee leak. Okay. <laughs> so I get drips all over the house. Aww. No, you need, uh, we, you know, we were just talking about this last week in the Super Zoo show. We have these pants for dogs, these little uh, cummerbunds. Well, that's why I called. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we uh, you say it's a Yorkie? What's his name? He's a Yorkie. His name's Squeakers. Squeakers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Squeaker the leaker. Leaky squeaky. Oh, how cute. Okay. Well, I assume you've been to the vet already. I I have, and they gave me medicine, and they also gave me anti-itch medicine because he has, like, a little rash around there, too. Well, we have some of these very high-end... Cumberbuns that you can uh, hold on the little diapers. Uh, yeah, what is it? it's a strip with the Velcro, and you can use either a sanitary napkin or a small diaper, and you lay it inside this strip, and then you Velcro it around his waist, which goes over his little pee-pee, and that way if he dribbles and stuff, it'll go right inside the diaper, and this will actually hold it on. Okay. That's good. That's what I need. And this is... Uh and you can use any kind of diapers or napkins or anything. Just have to you might um, you might have to cut it down a little, make it small. Okay. Most of the time, I just mop the floors a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, this will save you from mopping. Yeah, this, right. this should. Uh, uh, now, how big is he? Would you say he's eight pounds. eight pounds? He's eight pounds. Yeah. We have a bunch right. of these, and they're. Uh, I'm looking for the more male colors here. We okay. have. Uh, uh, we'll go ahead and send you uh, two sizes so that uh, we can be sure. We that can be fits. sure. Yeah. We got a nice well, thank bo- you. black one with glitter and stars. That and, black uh, velvet. A uh, nice red oh. one here. That will mat the black will match him well because he's black and cinnamon color. Black and cinnamon. The red will actually look pretty nice, also. Yeah, I we'll think. send you both. Okay. We'll send They're two okay, different sizes, you. and that way we can make sure we get a good fit. And let me know how they thank work, you. okay? Okay, I will. Because I might use them myself. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Debbie, hold on one second. We need to get your information. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you. Animal Radio is brought to you by Out Deluxe Training Pads. Traditional newspaper training is old news. Out Deluxe Training Pads are 10 times more absorbent, scientifically treated to attract pets and control odors. Available nationwide at major discount and grocery stores. Better behaved pets through chemistry. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for the Veterinary News Network. People with anxious pets eagerly seek out anything that might reduce the barking, howling, chewing, house soiling. Many have tried the recently introduced products containing pheromones. These are sprays and plug-ins aimed at calming anxious pets. Separation anxiety affects 15% of the nation's 74 million dogs. Separation anxiety also affects cats, although it's not as noticeable because cats tend to be less noisy and destructive when they express anxiety. Veterinarians see a lot of dogs with separation anxiety and firework and thunderstorm phobias. Anxiety is an underlying issue in a significant portion of aggression also. So just how much do these pheromone-based products help? It's debatable. Experts do not believe they are very effective. Used in combination with behavior modification and on selected cases, they may have some usefulness. 
at disadvantage of the firm-owned products is their cost. It's a little more expensive than medication in most cases. The upfront cost for the spray or diffuser ranges from $20 to $40 and refills are $15 to $20. Could firmone therapy help your pet? It's possible, but you have to be willing to try to figure out why your pet is anxious in the first place. Few cases of anxiety-related behavior problems are successfully resolved without behavior therapy. For the Veterinary News Network at myvnn.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. As the director of a busy rescue shelter, I'm constantly house training. And as any pet guardian will tell you, house training can be frustrating and confusing for both you and your pup. And learn bad habits like using newspaper is hard to break. We use Out Deluxe training pads because they're scent attracts dogs. Here's two tips from somebody that knows. Speed up the house training process through consistency and Out Deluxe training pads. There's no easier or cleaner way to train your pup. Find Out Deluxe training pads at major discount and grocery stores nationwide. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. Did you see the paper? They mentioned cloning animals for food. Seriously? I thought cloning was still pretty experimental. It is. Most of the animals die or are born with some sort of health defect. So why is the FDA going to approve it? I don't know. It's upsetting that the FDA seems to be ignoring scientific evidence that animals in cloning suffer. And the FDA says that it won't even label cloned foods. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we could be eating meat or drinking milk from cloned animals and not even know it. Is there anything we can do to stop this? You can. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society at www.endanimalcloning.org to learn more about the problems with animal cloning and to help keep cloned food off grocery store shelves. Cloning animals for food is not just about food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues have been ignored for too long and must be considered. To learn more, visit www.endanimalcloning.org. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Judy, one of the studio cats just vomited under my desk. Can you clean it up, please? (laughs) You can do it. I'm busy booking all the celebs for the show. I I don't do stains. Well, now you can. Go ahead, grab that bottle and get serious over there. Uh It's going to remove both the stain and any pheromones left behind. Just go ahead and squirt it on, work it in, and all you have to do is blot it with a thick towel and hold it for about five seconds. Come on, I know you can do it. Okay, I'll give it a try. I'm squirting. I'm working it in and blotting. It, whoa, the stain is gone. You mean you were able to remove the stain all by yourself? Oh. Women, get serious. It's so easy to use. Even men can do it. Hey! Yeah, so don't take any more excuses from those guys. It's time to get serious. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Buddy, don't do that. 
Don't worry, lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. This is Animal Radio Network. This is Mike Fry, Executive Director at Animal Ark No-Kill Animal Shelter. As large as the issues surrounding the recent recall of more than 100 wet and dry pet foods may seem, I suspect that the issues that we've seen reported in the press so far may be just the tip of a very large and frightening iceberg. Though the official number of pet deaths being reported so far remains at 15, a growing body of evidence suggests that the actual number of animals affected by contaminated pet foods may be in the tens of thousands. The nation's largest veterinary hospital chain recently reported a 30% increase in feline renal failure cases nationwide during this pet food recall. Additionally, a survey of 1,400 veterinarians conducted by the Veterinary Information Network suggested that the total number of pets affected by poisoned pet food could be 10,000 or more. With each passing day, the number of recalled pet foods grows larger and the issues seem broader and deeper. Originally, it was thought that the contamination only involved wet foods. The recall has grown to include more than a hundred brands of canned, pouched, and dry foods, as well as some pet treats. There seems to be no end in sight as the scandal of tainted pet food continues growing. As tragic as these circumstances are, they're made even more tragic by the fact that many people saw this coming and have been ignored for years. In her book, The Food Pets Die For, author Anne Martin chronicled her seven-year-long investigation into pet food companies following the death of her pets after they ate contaminated pet food. Her book came out more than ten years ago and was largely ridiculed by apologists for the commercial pet food industry who said that her claims of potential large-scale contamination of pet foods were overly sensational. Then, in 1998, the FDA and the Center for Veterinary Medicine did a study that found euthanasia solution in a high percentage of pet foods that they tested. That's right, they found the drug used at animal shelters to kill dogs and cats in commercial pet food. Did the FDA or the pet food companies recall the pet foods? Nope. Instead, they sat on the data for more than five years until such time that they could supposedly prove that euthanasia solution in pet foods isn't such a bad thing. Are they kidding? I'm really not making this up. 
These are the same people now who keep telling us not to be overly concerned even as the scope of the current pet food scandal continues growing. They're the same people who, at some level, are representing the interests of large international conglomerates like Procter & Gamble, Colgate, and Del Monte, and who are not really looking out for the health or welfare of our pets. They're the same people who think it's just fine to include the bodies of dogs and cats in pet foods, dogs and cats that have been killed with lethal injection using toxic chemicals in our nation's animal shelters. One apologist for the pet food industry recently told a newspaper reporter that they felt that including the bodies of dogs and cats in pet food was something akin to an important public service. Huh? Like cannibalism is a good thing? And euthanasia solution in pet food? That's just totally fine. Don't want to argue, I don't want to debate. Don't want to hear about what kind of food you hate. You won't get no dessert till you clean off your plate, so eat it. Don't you tell me you're full, just eat it. These are the same people who want you to believe that ingredients like spray-dried animal digest, wheat middlings, and animal byproduct meal are somehow more wholesome and more nutritious than whole, fresh, natural food. They're trusting that so long as a pet food has a pretty label on it and some nice television commercials to sell it, that you're not going to read the label and try to figure out what's actually in the bag, can, or pouch but they weren't counting on an international pet food scandal of epic proportions to wake you up. Much remains unknown about the current massive and still growing poisoned pet food recall. But one thing is known. More than a hundred different well-known brands of pet food were all buying wheat from China that had been deemed unfit for human consumption, and they were using it to manufacture so-called premium pet foods. It's now widely known that pet food companies are purchasing ingredients from countries that don't have the same quality standards as we do here in the United States. They do this so they can produce the cheapest possible product so they can maximize the profits of their international conglomerates, all at the expense of your pet's health. For nearly 20 years, I've been making my own pet food at home. Common sense tells me that fresh, whole foods have got to be better than byproducts and commercial waste that's not fit for human consumption. But even though I make my own pet food at home, I still read a lot of pet food labels. Keeping tabs on the pet food industry has become somewhat of a hobby for me over the years. And I'm pleased to say that I think a growing number of small, niche pet food manufacturers are doing a much better job than the mass producers. We've reviewed and rated many pet foods on our website at animalarkshelter.org. If you want to know how your pet food stacks up, log on and check it out. In the meanwhile, here are some of my tips for choosing a pet food for your pet. Do not purchase pet food that contains unidentified animal products. 
ingredients like animal fat, animal tallow, or meat and bone meal are a major red flag. If it doesn't say what kind of animal the meat came from, stay away from it. Avoid foods with wheat, wheat gluten, corn, or corn byproducts. Guess what? Dogs and cats aren't grainivores. Excessive consumption of grains has been linked to a host of conditions in dogs and cats, including epilepsy, diabetes, and others. Do not feed foods that contain chemical preservatives like BHA, BHT, or ethoxyquin. These are known carcinogens and can cause other problems like renal failure. Avoid foods with soy, which can be really difficult for dogs or cats to digest. And consider slowly and gradually switching your pets to a fresh homemade diet after researching nutritious recipes. For more information, you can visit AnimalArcShelter.org. Animal Wise Radio is produced by Animal Ark No Kill Animal Shelter, proud to be part of Animal Radio Network. This is Animal Ark Radio Network. Do not adjust your station. That's not static. It's a dozen dogs who got the number two flea control product just one week ago, and they're already scratching away. Now hear this. Silence. The sound of a dozen dogs who used Frontline Plus four weeks ago. So which dogs would you rather have in a cramped radio booth with you? Hey, give me back my shoe. Frontline Plus. It's waterproof and kills fleas fast all month long. Say goodbye to fleas and ticks. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter your pets. Wow. Rue McClanahan. I forgot we had her on the show. Yeah, you know what? She's got a book coming out uh, in May. May. Yes, we'll have to get her back on. Get her back on the show, and I understand Betty White will be on the show next week. Yes. Well, you uh, clarified that natural balance. Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned that it was dog food. While it is correct that the dog food had been recalled, there's also the dry cat food by natural balance, which is the venison and green pea. Venison and green pea, dry cat food yes. from natural balance. Of course, uh, links to the lists at animalradio.com, and we'll keep you up to date. You can also get up-to-date alerts on your cell phone. Where is that number? Where did I put that number? I'm trying to find it real quick. Actually, on the front of our website, <laughs> two seven two six seven, right? It is. Uh, sure, that's two what it seven, is. Two seven six two seven. You're good. Two seven six two seven. Yeah. I actually had those transposed there for a second. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's brand new to us, but you can get your alerts on your cell phone anytime there's new information, and of course, you can li- listen live streaming twenty four seven at animalradio.com. We'll we'll keep you up to date all week long. More Animal Radio on the way. Stick around. You're listening to Animal Radio. 
Every year, there are thousands of pets and animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Bill Mark with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. This public service announcement has been made possible by Animal Radio, a proud partner of Pets911.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Victoria Jackson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? This is Bill. Hey, Bill, how you doing? I'm doing good, you? Very well. Where are you calling from? Uh, Santa Maria, California, Allen Hancock College, actually. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, do you teach there? No, I know. I'm almost dead. Okay. I've had, uh, I got hurt really bad, so I'm getting my engineering degree. Try to expand on what I already know and, and doing the things. And drive myself nuts, learning algebra, <laughs> learning how much I don't know. Good luck. I haven't been to school in years. Yeah, algebra wasn't one of my favorite classes. <laughs> well, it says here on the screen that you're calling about pig ears. Yes, I, you got that, buddy, huh? Yeah, I, you had mentioned on your radio station uh, a week ago, Sunday night, Real briefly, only one time, something about big ears recently, um, if you purchased them from uh, PetSmart, had some traces of... of, of I believe it was uh, salmonella. salmonella. Yeah. yeah. It's actually, it was actually at Walmart, not PetSmart. Okay. And I believe it was also East Coast and you're West Coast. Okay. So you're probably okay over there. And uh, I got a couple of, well, so the next morning, a panic over this thing. Because I just bought some and they've been eating them. Boy, the well, list grows in uh, all kinds of treats. And oh, items. yes. They're adding like a, a bunch of uh, dog biscuits from Old Roy, which was made by Sunshine and sold at Walmart. They're and actually, that's a, in a separate recall. has nothing to do with the wheat gluten, I believe. Right. And they're also, um, the ones that uh, they're recalling are the ones that are, that are labeled uh, beef. Biscuits. They're, they're like almost as hard as a rock. Right now, you just have to be very careful and read the ingredients. And if there's any doubt, don't purchase it right now until this whole thing calms down. No. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? it? Everything. And education, too, because uh, I guess some people have been able to uh, put together this. A lot of companies saying, well, we're special, this is special, that's special. <laughs> and to find out they're all exactly the same ingredients. The ingredients come from the same place. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You think you're buying... the truth in advertising. What happened here? Yeah. Yeah, heart cancer. Yeah, well, exactly. I wouldn't give my dog anything that I wouldn't eat, so that means I, I have tasted everything that I've given them. Good, <laughs> good. Bill, hold on one second, will you? Sure. Hold on one second. We'll go back to the phones. And I'm just finding out that you, uh, during the last break, made a bet with my second cousin, <laughs> eight-year-old second cousin. Yes, Ben. Yes. I-, I bet that he could do a, a better job on the radio on doing a segment than you could. 
Well, it's yeah. not much of a bet. Well, yeah. it is for him. And uh, he wanted to do a little bit on the Greyhounds, and we have the big Greyhound event coming here in Kanab next weekend. Oh, yeah, all the Greyhounds from all over the country uh, uniting here in Kanab, Utah, of all places, uh, to, to hook up and uh, talk Greyhound. And uh, So Ben's Bit's coming up. Is that what they're calling it now, yes, Ben's Bit? Ben's Bit. And we're going to see if Ben's Bit is better than Hal's. one 405 I believe we have Gay on line one. Hi, Gay. Hi. How are you doing? Okay. Where are you calling from? Uh, Kalamazoo, California. Okay, listening on either Coast or K-Big. You, you had a question. Of course, this recall is uh, bringing up a lot of questions, isn't it? Yes. What was your question? Well, I was. Uh, have some that has the uh, wheat... Um, what do you call it wheat, on it? Wheat gluten. Yeah, it's canned, and but it hasn't been recalled, and I just wondered if it's okay to use it. If it if it is not on the list, it is uh, okay. Now they they've expanded that list, and of course, uh, if you want to be on the very safe side, uh, you can avoid foods with wheat gluten. What brand is it? Yes, it's Friskies. Yeah, Friskies. I believe Friskies is safe. It's a moist food. Yes. Okay, yes. I believe Friskies is okay. At this point, it is not on the list. Okay. But it is expanding all the time, and they are also expanding the cutoff date was back in March, but that's been extended as well. Well, I don't want to give her something that's going to uh, kill her because the cat's all I got. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think anybody wants to give any foods that will kill our animals. No, that's for sure. I would try looking for foods that don't contain the wheat gluten. There are certain brands that don't. I personally would not uh, give it to her because I would want to be on the safe side because you don't know. They're adding uh, new brands of food all the time. You don't know if this will eventually make it to the list. But if you get something that and stay away from the wheat gluten, it's a better bet. Okay. I've just got one can left, so I'll just toss it and get something else. Okay. How, How old is your cat? Uh, she's about four. four she's years? a feral cat. Oh, really? Yeah. You mean is she, when you say feral, does she let you cuddle or she doesn't do that? Well, she didn't, but she does now. Now oh. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens with those feral cats. Yeah. You start feeding them and they just move right in. Well, yeah, she's, every time I sit down, she's in my lap. <laughs> do, you, do you think she likes catnip? Yeah, do we I think any, she does. Do we have any paw breakers or catnip toys left? We'll find something. We'll send you some uh, toys for her, okay? All righty. And we thank you for listening to Animal Radio. Okay, thank you. Hold on one second, okay? one 405 Boy, last week's uh, show with the Super Zoo, there were so many great items that uh, that we we actually have a chance to give away all of these yes. items. one 405 Hi, who's this? Hi, my name is Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How are you doing? Very good. Where are you calling from? From Santa Barbara, California. Okay, then I guess you're listening on KTMS AM 990. Yeah. Uh, you called, uh, you you heard the Super Zoo show, and you, you wanted something. I, I see that on the screen right here. What is it? Yeah, the little easy water drops for, for my fish, for my fish tank. Oh, the easy-for-you tablets that I could have used when I <laughs> yes, started. Yes, definitely. I, I teach kindergarten. I have lots of fish in the classroom. So. Oh, really? Oh. What kind of yeah. fish? What kind of fish do you have in the classroom? Uh, beta freshwater fish. I did have a saltwater tank, but uh, we're going to have to reset that one up. That's a tough one uh, to take care of, huh? Yeah, it is. What size tanks do you have? I have um, a 20-gallon tank and a... Uh, 
Okay. Perfect. Well, we have uh, in the increments of 10 gallon starter sets, we'll give you a few of those so that you can get your tank started there. Uh, oh, that is school. wonderful. What grade do you teach? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's fun. That's good, a great age to get the uh, kids involved with animals. They love them. Yeah, they well, definitely do. Well, hold on one second. We'll get all the information and send these off to you. And thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, you say Ben's bit is up next, huh? Yep. Let's see if Ben can do better than that. Why did I get to approve this bit first? <laughs> I just kind of snuck it in under the radar. He's standing by looking so confident. Uh, in uh, the studio over there. Ben's bit, my second cousin, new to Animal Radio. Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, coming up next, right here on Animal Radio. You're going to take my place. Hi, this is Clive Sears from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please, please remember to spay and see your pet. Animal Radio is brought to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey wait a minute. <laughs> Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to get serious. Get Serious is available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just from eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Ew, gross. Thank goodness there's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major worms that infect dogs. Safeguard K90 Wormer. Just sprinkle it on your dog's food twice a year. And that's it? Yep. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. It's the best way I know to protect my dog and my family against intestinal worm infections. Do you know what you're serving for dinner tonight? If the FDA has its way, the milk and meat you see at the grocery store could come from cloned animals. And you won't even know because it won't be labeled. Cloning animals for food involves more than just food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues must also be considered. The cloning process uses hundreds of animals to produce just one clone, causing death or severe health problems for most of the animals involved. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society to learn more about the problems with animal cloning at www.endanimalcloning.org. That's www.endanimalcloning.org. And have a voice in what you are serving for dinner tonight. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And coming up, Fritz Savage on ostriches and Ray Angumulos on boars. They'll be talking about them. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. And now, Ben, my second cousin on greyhounds. Hi, I'm Ben Lemley on Animal Radio. And today, I'm here to tell you a bit about greyhound racing. Greyhound racing may sound like a great sport, fun for the whole family. Bring the kids, even a bit of fun in the bedding, right? Wrong. The greyhound industry exists purely for profit and has cruel methods by which unwanted dogs are destroyed. Daily conditions in which many dogs are forced to live are horrible. And the killing and maiming of bait animals, such as rabbits during training exercises, are also cruel methods. Puppies are being destroyed constantly if no potential is shown within the first three months. However, we are making progress. In 1992, 45,000 puppies were killed. However, in 2005, only a bit over 12,000 puppies were killed at puppy farms. There's still further good news. There are more organizations being set up daily to help the plight of the greyhounds. The trainers constantly still are destroying dogs. For the dog, that's literally win or die. Greyhounds are also transported in trucks, possibly for days on end. Dogs are also actually graded on their performance. If they drop before a certain grade level, they are destroyed. The dogs are also forced to live in poor sanitation. But the next question is, how can we help? And yes. Every single person can help. First off, don't patronize dog tracks and work to ban racing in your state. You can also adopt a greyhound. But most importantly, we must educate others. We can contact other people with similar beliefs at National Greyhound Adoption Network. You can reach them at 800-G-HOUND. Repeat, A-O-O-G-H-O-U-N-D-S. You can also contact people at the Humane Society or at www.greyhounds.org or at Gray2KUSA at www.gray2kusa.com. Thanks. This has been Ben Lemley on Animal Radio. Until next time. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hello, this is Don DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets, and they'll always love you back. Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Stop the FDA from allowing milk and meat from cloned animals to be sold in grocery stores. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society for information at www.endanimalcloning.org. This is Animal Radio Network. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, 
Visit Pets911.com today. To find out about Spay Day events in your area, log on to Pets911.com or call one pets 911 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Some describe seeing fireworks at romantic times, but fireworks seem to have blasted the libido right out of a once romantic ostrich in Germany. Rico Gabel is claiming over $6,000 in damages and wants the three boys responsible to pay up. His ostrich, Gustav, was once a fun-loving playboy who had no trouble romancing his two partners. But Gabel says three boys setting off firecrackers near his farm has made Gustav, the ostrich, apathetic, depressed, and just not in the mood for love for six months. His owner says the firecrackers were responsible for him losing on an estimated 14 ostrich offspring, worth about $500 apiece. The case is still in litigation, but the good news is Gustav is now feeling much better and able to be romantic once again. Thanks for asking. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Oh, it's so nice to get the latest news from Brit Savage there. Yes, it's very important. People want to know. They want to hear this stuff. Ostrich lovers all across the country <laughs> are turning their heads right now to Animal Radio, which is America's number one most listened to pet talk program. Thanks to you. And you can call us at one 405 8405 or you can email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. We answer all our emails, and uh, usually we answer all our phones, too. And I'm expecting a call from a creditor or something, then I kind of hide behind the phones. You can also get updates on the pet food recall and listen to Animal Radio Live on your, uh, what do you call that? Oh, a cell, cell phone. phone. Yes. All you have to do is text ANIMAL to 27627. It's like a new phone number. <laughs> it's amazing all the numbers we remember. And this uh, is you, a very important one. You want listen, to remember you this. You get your alerts and listen to Animal Radio anytime. And, of course, you can listen to us streaming 24-7 at AnimalRadio.com. Let us not go before we visit with Rayanne Cumulos, the sensible one. Welcome to Voice of the Animal. As you all know, 2007 is the year of the pig in the Chinese Zodiac calendar. But does that also mean that swine, boars, and sows are celebrated this year? All these names for pig get a bit confusing. Just what is what? Well, a swine is actually the generic term for these wonderful cloven-hoofed intelligent animals. A male pig is called a boar and a female pig a sow. But boar is also the old English word used for male and female wild-tusked swine. So, we see boars discussed a lot in ancient myth. And whether a pig, swine, sow, or boar, this incredible creature enjoys divine association with gods and goddesses. When the Norse goddess of love, Freya, where we get Friday, was not flying about in her cat-drawn chariot, she rode a boar named Hildesfini, which meant battle swine. Well, her brother, Freyr, has a boar named Gulen Bursti, Golden Mane, whose bristles glowed in the dark. Boar bristles are very significant in ancient myth, since they represent strength and protection. Often, they are of silver or gold. The Irish hero Finn is killed when he steps on a boar's bristle. Fitting justice, since Finn hunted a boar, his totem animal. 
always taboo and a big no-no to the Celts to kill your sacred animal, the animal always wins. It is a boar-faced goddess named Nawari who protects temples and buildings in Nepal, while the supreme Hindu deity, Vishnu, manifests in the form of a boar named Varaha, who descended into the depths of the primeval ocean to rescue the goddess Earth, lifting the planet up with his magnificent white tusks. Since boars are fierce and strong, they are often associated with warriors. In ancient Persia, now Iran, the name boar, Goraz, was added to a person's name to signify bravery. One of the twelve labels of Hercules is to hunt the Ermanthian boar, while the Caldonian boar, a white boar of divine origin, is slain by the huntress Atalanta, a testament to her prowess. Adopted by Celtic warriors as the military emblem of their fierce tribal independence, Druid leaders held the title of Great White Wild Boars, which aligned them with the boar's secret knowledge of the forest. If you are from the Scottish clan of Campbell, then the boar on your crest signifies courage and fierceness, perhaps a reminder of the heroic deeds of one of your ancestors. All Pictish kings took their oaths by the sacred boar stone, as the boar represented leadership and the spirit of a warrior, while women would place their feet on the boar stone when they gave birth, since imbued within the stone was the power of the goddess and her divine boar companion. Boars seemed to gore a lot of Greek heroes, including Odysseus, leaving a scar in his thigh that his nursemaid recognized when he returned to reclaim his Ithacan palace and wife Penelope. The gorgeous Greek god Adonis was gored to death by a boar. Adonis was worshipped in the form of a boar and was also the god of grain, so his death represented the resurrection and rebirth of nature in spring. In a similar manner, Sahimnir, a magical boar in Norse myth, is continually reborn to be hunted by the immortal heroes of Valhalla. It is generally believed that an animal that is seen by the side of a god, injures a god, or is sacrificed to a god, was once originally considered to be the god himself. Pig, swine, sow, boar. From golden bristles to white tusks carrying earth to courage in deed and character, remember that in this year of the pig, gods and goddesses sometimes appear with cloven hoofs, a snout, and an oink. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. For Voice of the Animal, this is Rayanne Cumulus. You can't call me a boar any longer, <laughs> can you? I'll call you a swine. <laughs> you can't do that. We learned that last week. You can't oh. call me a swine either. Well, what can I call you? You can call me. Uh, you can call me at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five if you want, and uh, we'll answer the phones, answer your questions all week about the recall. Of course, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com. And uh, next week, we kick off the Scoop Free Animal Radio video contest, I believe. Also, Betty White will be joining us. And as we always say, please spay and neuter, don't declaw, and never buy from a breeder. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.